What's up, everybody? This is Amin TMK, producer here at the Public Pulse News. I wanted to give a little caveat before we get this episode started. We initially were going to do just a regular EMP uh, podcast, but um, during kind of in the middle of the episode, we decided that we were just going to go ahead and make this our first episode of our new podcast series called Special Effects. Don't worry. Uh, we're going to come back next week with a with a full EMP to podcast. But we were so moved by this topic that we really wanted to talk about it for the entire episode. So please enjoy our first episode of Special Effects here on Public Pulse. And uh, yeah. Fine. I'll do it myself. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up hill. Everything we see is a false reality. It's like Big Brother, The Matrix, whatever you want to call it. Look, man, look, there's a lot of socio-political shit I could be talking about, but I don't really understand the impacts of all of it, so I'm studying it, right? There's something that's going on right now with Belarus and motherfucking Poland. Might be a flashpoint. There's shit that's popping off in Burkina Faso, Solomon Islands. There's some shit that the Ethiopian Civil War is still going on, but I'm still studying all that. So the only thing I really have to give y'all this week is something that is undeniable. Marvel fucking sucks. It sucks, man. <laughs> it fucking sucks, man. It's just an arm of propaganda. You I know, mean. it's really funny because, of course, everybody was excited when they found out that Marvel was going to own oh a lot of its God. properties again. And I was like, oh, no, that's terrible news. And, of course, people, as they do, being reactionary are like, well, you just don't like superhero shit not even recognizing how much i watch comics but no this is bad because now disney owns practically two-thirds of hollywood why do they even have to fucking try uh, i mean they're not trying is what i'm saying I, I think there was a time right in phase one where they're like uh no we re we marathoned those remember before infinity of war course. we were like let's watch everything and they did suck, then. They did suck. No. they are not good for re-watching uh, I, I disagree. Uh, they weren't great. It was never cinematic, per se, but they were quality enjoyment, right? They were good little brain rot. You know, it was my soap operas for superheroes, and I was fucking with it for a good little while. <laughs> but this shit sucks now. It's not, and you know, there's a lot of people we could blame. We could blame the fact that, you know, they say, like, you know, you only get stronger fighting a stronger opponent, and DCEU sucks so fucking bad. There was no pushback. It got to a point where Marvel felt like their formula was unsurmountable and they could do it for every... When was the last good Marvel film, y'all? Let's be honest. The last good Marvel film was Infinity War. Okay, before then. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, Black Panther okay, so somewhere in there. Here are the, here are the Marvel films. Black Panther didn't Oh, suck. and the third but it really wasn't Thor, that good. Thor Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok was, Thor Ragnarok good, was good, but it wasn't amazing to me. I, I like it. Because it's still quippy. It's still a bunch of quippy bullshit. Yeah, and but but Taika Waititi is the best. I'm not player. mad. I'm not mad at y'all saying it's not bad. I mean, yeah. if you say you like it, I'm, not, I'm in no way am I saying that. Right. But but what I'm saying is... Okay, let's 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 talk about those movies are good, right? We can we can discuss whether Ragnarok but, is but good the, or great. We right? can discuss it. We can discuss There's it. There's no discussion about the dark fucking world. Let's talk about Shang Chi because Shang Chi was the last oh thing that we've seen. God, because look, man. we've been Aqua having this fucking Fina, man. Ugh. Um, we've been talking about this because there was a huge conversation about Dune and Paul Mwadi being a white savior character. I'm not going to jump into that, but what I am going to say it's interesting when. 
Marvel does these really problematic things. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember we talked about Aquafina is kind of like the stand-in for the white man now. Like, she has no talent. She has no ability. There's no reason for her to be in a story. And they just kind of make, she just continues to fail and up. she's the new Hawkeye because she's shooting bows, even though she never shot bows a day in her fucking life. Don't worry, though, because there's going to be a Hawkeye that's going to have an understudy. But guess what? It ain't fucking Aquafina. The thing about Shang-Chi is, remember we were having the conversation about what it means to be, like, Chinese American and like being a uh, like assimilating to like Western culture versus like being a Chinese from the country of China and resonating with them like that is a uh, that's a narrative China and it's a political China bad it's a political narrative within Shang Chi so all I'm saying is for the Marvel stands and again. First of all, I never, they loved Marvel more than I did in the beginning. I was a DCEU stand. As yeah, crazy yeah, as that sounds. Yeah, shit like Shazam. Yes, exactly. Hey, Shazam was entertaining. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was. See, like, look, art is subjective. But what makes it suck, because what I did appreciate about Shang-Chi was that um, a lot of it was spoken in Mandarin, of course. Um, but why wasn't the whole movie in Mandarin? Yeah, there's mm. that, um, which is why, and we could talk about the being um, a child of immigrants story but that's not the story they told and what makes marvel movies suck now is because we know the formula we know that it'll be villain they bad because they did bad things nebulous bad things and then it's like hero they are very american they love america and then it's like hero who has apparently very little skill gets to be the hero even though the narrative shows that the supporting cast is far more competent. I feel this way about Doctor Strange. I feel this way about even Iron Man, where Pepper Potts is smarter. And Rhodey. And Rhodey, absolutely. Um, I feel this absolutely this way about Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like, why are we watching you instead of, like, the auntie in Shang-Chi? Or honestly, getting the dad's story, because that story is fascinating they, to me. They take all of these things that we know and love and want, things like diversity and then they poison them. And when we're talking about diversity, you do it in the casting of the film, not in the casting of the show. Because they always, and this is how I feel a lot about movies, not just in Marvel, but they're like, hey, we're going to cast people of color. And guess what? They're going to die because they're bad. And it's like, but why did you do that? Like other cultural stories don't always kill the villain or there's like deeper meaning behind it. But that's also sacrifice doesn't always have to mean death. And in the American narrative, particularly the Western narrative, death is the only sacrifice that's conceivable to make. And it makes for a really boring plot because it's predictable. We all knew going in, like, I love that actor so much. And I was like, I know he's not going to make it to the end of the movie, even though it would be fascinating. What does it mean to really heal with your parents, particularly like me coming from an East Asian background where it's like, man, what would it look like? My parents did fuck me up, but I can say that they tried their best. But what does that healing look like? And Marvel will never they're not willing to have a nuanced conversation. So that was Shang-Chi, right? Plenty of problematic things in here. What was before that? Widow Black? Yeah, Widow Black. You know, I mean, again, I mean, it's just- I'm a, a monster. I can't have children. Yeah. What? The, the whole thing with, um, what was the villain character? Um... The, uh, taskmaster? taskmaster? Which they gender bent to make into That's a great. woman. Which could have been cool. Could cool. have been. But why didn't... I mean, again, that's a great idea. Remember when we were watching uh, when they gender bent kinds? Right. And, uh, that, that, that was to a me, smart decision. And and this was a smart decision too. But they made her into like this faceless, compl- like 
it's because you have to make the villain so bad and so horrible that you can never kind of root for the villain. You know what I'm saying? So B- Black Widow and then the whole thing with the pheromones, like... Why you gotta what the fuck? You know? Like, didn't we already Look, do this better? With I kill, watched kill Dark Bane? Angel. I've watched a lot of bad stuff. It's not even good bad right. because it's so tired. Plus, uh, Tanky, you talked about diversity, trying to do the diversity checklist here. And we're talking about diversity. And I just felt like that because it's like, okay, but where are you putting them in the narrative? And like, what are you supporting about it? Also, Black Widow came too late. That was a movie we needed 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If at all. If at all. And and when they did it, it should have been more like a Jason Bourne something or like a Haywire, you know, something like that. But then, you know, let's take diversity to the next level, right? Now in the fucking Eternals, we have a canon gay black guy. Yay! Except no, because come to find out. He's the one that invented nuclear weapons, right? Don't put that shit on us. We ain't had shit. To, I mean, you know, don't put that shit on black masculine, man. We ain't had shit to do with that. I felt that way about Hamilton, where it was past patiently waiting, passionately smashing every expectation. Where it was like, why are you putting black people in a position of being like enslaving people? Don't put that and, shit on us. Like, why is that the narrative that we need? And I felt that way because uh, TMK brought it up with, and they remade Anne Boleyn for the 18th fucking time. And oh, don't worry, guys, it's different because black woman and it's like why do i want a fucking black woman in that narrative first of all we have our own fucking stories let us tell those stories no you get to fuck the queen the king aren't you important aren't you happy damn what we talked about too remember we were watching um punisher uh the the marvel series you know and i think when we're talking uh so we were watching falcon and the winter soldier like these are killers man like especially bucky man like bucky's a dead-ass killer and it's all jokes with them remember when they went to therapy the punisher is special forces soldier but bucky is a dead-ass assassin he's probably like he's probably one of the most powerful most skilled jackals in all of the world in all of the world and which brings me to my point about what's ruined it for me look for so long i was willing to wink and smile at the ridiculous propaganda you know when you looking at motherfucking captain marvel higher faster fly all that shit like wow (coughs) this shit may as well just be a dead ass recruitment commercial for the military but also gosh i even think about the what if series that we tried to watch and it was like what did you change okay captain america is Peggy it's Carter and literally nothing changed about the stories. I, I, I was telling one of my friends, I was like, I've read way better fic than this. Like, I don't even know why Marvel tried because it was saying nothing fundamentally changes, even though we change the characters. And writers know, like creatives know, that's just not the case. How much of our world changes because of a decision? I think we should try to uh, address the elephant in the room when it comes to these movies. And LT, you touched on it, and so did you, Muscle. Uh, you know, these movies are really just arms of propaganda. Just dead ass. We used to be able to look past it a little bit, find it. You know, the WB Du Bois, the dual consciousness shit. But like, at, at least, least we got past that. At now. least we got Killmonger. At least we had right. some heroes that we could right. attach to. Right now, <laughs> it it really feels like everything is just sort of this neoliberal soup. Uh, that's just a. It's like. It's like a Chili's three for three for thirty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Back, be, 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 you be, 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 know, back. I'm gonna get the salad with the blue cheese. Then I'm gonna get 
uh, you know, my entree, which is going to be like some sort of disgusting, sweet and sour Jack Daniels chicken popper. And then I'm going to get, you know what I mean, some like cake that they bought from a store. And what's funny to me, man, is how they try to lean into this comedy so fucking hard because somewhere they read a demographic that says that shit sells. Right. But that's the only I mean, one of them shits is funny at all is Ant-Man. Right, but that's our critique of capitalism, too, where capitalism says, oh, it breeds so much innovation. And it's like, okay, well, Marvel, through Disney, is making as much money as it possibly fucking can, really kind of destroying Hollywood and where actors can move where. And all you're doing is producing the same fucking stories because your focus group said, hey, act one needs to be set up villain. Act two needs to be set up here. Act three needs to be they fight villain dies. Because you never, remember we were talking about... um Scorchers, right? Uh, you know when uh, was it James Earl Jones talking about the music, and he was like, right. the guy was asking, or he was asking the guy like, why do you love this music so much? And he's like, it takes me around corners. Like the thing about movies is, especially when things are predictable, like you know what's about to happen. Is Shang Chi is Shang Chi gonna die? No, you know, no, no, no fucking not. way. He I will mean, definitely be an Avenger by the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean, you know that these things are gonna happen, so it doesn't allow you. It doesn't. You can't take a corner you see everything coming as it as it is and this is a, a, a thing i think that's difficult with being an artist because everyone in here in this room everyone in this podcast we, we all started as artists in some capacity like this is not um writers in a room working together to create amazing stories these are uh a disney a huge conglomerate one of the most powerful uh, conglomerate disney controls your childhood they control your exactly this is them dictating what you can and cannot say and cannot do. These superhero films, and maybe they've always been this, just like Westerns. Yeah, but, but shit was, here's the thing, man. It's at like, least they were good. Now they're plain food, propaganda. Right? It's, it's okay to have, you know, an occasional fast food burger, okay? And with all the other shit you eat. But the fact is, Marvel now is the only fucking meal, man. You can't and have other a Big shows, Mac every fucking day, man. And what's, what's, and we talked about this too because you're disnifying all the right. other movies because okay so we so first of all i think it's it's interesting because we talked about this what was the movie that we watched with Idris Elba and oh the harder they fall the harder they fall it's like we said with the diversity remember when we're talking about diversity and we're talking about diversity you all these characters are pocs black people but the writers the people who are producing the they are white people when we're talking about diversity we're talking about diversity well you, they had one black person and that's what counts but it was like did, how much of a say did he get in this narrative that's kind of really fucking weird and what's wild to me man is now like you said because there's so much propagation of the disney formula the marvel formula the motherfuckers are actually judging other films by that i dead ass read a critique of dune the other day it was like you know how many jokes are in dune two <laughs> oh my gosh Bitch, right did you read the book right. it's not a real slapstick of a fucking fun ass time remember man. when the the whole remember when um chris nolan came out with the batman series and everyone's right. like it's a dark and gritty time oh. for the super and you know me i like dark and gritty that's why i clung to the lie that was the dceu for so long because marvel was always with the jokes and at least dc tried to take themselves seriously even though the films were bad i'm not trying i'm not on that defending you know uh, apologist dceu train anymore but now, like you said, they're devoid of entertainment. They're just sensationalism. You know, they might as well be Fast and Furious movies because those movies are those movies. You know, I hate are those being movies, honest but they're being honest. honest. Oh, come on, look, they are being honest. They're about like what they're it's doing. cars. They go fast and they explode. They go vroom vroom, and I want to see explosions. You know, and so and I th so what I'm saying is this type of art, this type of movie making, this type of filmmaking, 
is destroying the creativity of the artists that are in the world right now. And that's very important because those are the types of people that push the narrative and allow us to speak on, um, you know, the injustices and the oppressions that are happening in the world. Uh, Muscle, what were you talking about with the book? You were saying like, it actually named white supremacy. Like you have all of these, like the elves represent white oh, people. Oh yeah, what yeah. What was the one that was like? I mean, was- N.K. Jemison does us really well. Where, um, and I mean, like a few other authors have talked about this too. Well, I want to say black women authors uh, specifically, where they were like, look. White people don't fucking get subtlety. This is why elves and orcs are used as this stand-in for racism. But no, you have to explicitly call that shit out in the narrative. Um, otherwise, like when someone says uh, uh, whatever your fantasy word is for a racist term, you can't be like, oh, we don't use that word here. It's like, no, that's racist. You have to use the word racist. Right. You have to like confront these things. I I even think about it, um, a Terry Pratchett series too, where it's like, no, you got to address not just racism, you got to address poverty happens. Why does poverty happen in this world? And especially when you're like, oh, it's fantasy. It's like the future, except there's still the haves and have nots, but the have nots don't want things. And it's like, what the fuck are who you? Who the what? fuck don't want things? <laughs> that ass, who the fuck don't want things? Hey, I know we're talking about Marvel, but can we just for a second? Okay, first of all, I kind of feel like this episode really should just be about this because we already... 17 minutes in. I feel yeah. like I feel like we have no no, no facts, no, no. facts. And I and you know I like to do this on the fly. It's not to say that what we have is not important to talk about, but I feel like this t- subject requires more time because uh remember, you know we tried to flash this shit on a tanky the other day. It's like nah. Nah, no way, man. Nah. Because because this is art, man. This is this is the the true accelerator, the true enabler of revolutionary ideas. Like when we like when you listening to um when you listening to Bob Marley or you listening to Rage Against the Machine or you listening to any of these like political bands that are also super dope. Remember we were talking about when you go to the protests and it's all that kumbaya shit and it's all that silence. Man. Nah, we want to play that hot shit. We want to play Rage Against the Machine. You know what I'm saying? We want to play Jimi Hendrix. We, we want to play, you know, these type of radical artists that use their art to give us that spirit, that nin, that energy to do what we need to do. But like all this other media is trying to dumb you down. You're not taking around corners. You're not that surprised. Ass. You're not moved and you're not compelled. We was talking about it the other day. We was watching uh we was watching British TV was a Luther, right? And we're listening to the fucking soundtrack on a come in. It's like, damn, look at how complicated just this intro song is compared to American fucking TV with the intros and shit. But that's what I'm saying. Even when you're getting a like not to say the West is feels like a conglomerate in capitalism, right? But how British TV is styled differently from American TV, and like that gives us a different perspective, a different entrance into the way people live. Because like, let's face it, American TV is definitely America is the best. I don't know why you even asked anything else. Um, we're the only ones who exist in the world, and it's like, mm, no, that's not the case. And you, and this is why I love watching foreign films. You know, we just watched In the Mood for Love. Uh, put our homie TMK up on that shit and how it tells a very different story but of course if if, first of all if they brought it to the United States they would absolutely like fucking remake it with entirely white actors and and it would just fall apart even though I feel like if you want that movie watch closer or something right like that's the American experience versus in the mood for love and how we TMK and Tanky said it we need surprises and I mean I'm not even the one who argues for all media has to be excellent I think there's absolutely 
absolutely a place for bad and mediocre media. Um, and not to always do like this paranoid reading of what media means. Because, I mean, art is subjective. We have different touch points into different places in our lives. That There's going to be something that we enjoyed uh, 10 years ago that we might not enjoy as much now or we might continue to hold nostalgia for in the future. But that what Marvel does is it homogenizes things to such a fucking degree that even if they brought in fucking Chinese-American actors, Korean actors, Indian actors, black actors, or black creatives, they don't get a fucking say in the narrative that no, they really get to tell. Kevin Feige is like, look, this exactly the fucking way it's gonna fucking be. And I, I tell you what, I have real concerns about what's gonna happen with things like Deadpool, where you can't really kiddify this shit. I mean, he says supposedly he's gonna let it stay rated R, but what does that mean? Like, how much can you make fun of the property when they own you? Right. Right. And that's all facts. I mean, we have one of the earliest podcasts we ever did. And this is especially when we first started. We were huge Game of Thrones fans. And we had this uh, episode where we were talking about uh, the, like, the spectacular failure of Game of Thrones oh, <laughs> and why it matters. Shout and it's out. because you're looking at Dan and Dave, these mediocre white dudes who have failed up their entire fucking career, their entire career. And, you know, when. And again, that entire, the end of that season was entirely uh, propaganda. It was white supremacist propaganda. We talked about that. Go back and listen to that episode. It's an old one, but it's a good one. No, no. Hey, but before that, though, I just, because you're talking about the irony of this shit, I think the only thing you could compare the Marvel fall off to is fucking Game of Thrones. That's a good point. Because remember, we're like, before the last season, we're like, Who's going to have a more bomb fucking ending? Is it going to be Marvel with the phase three or is it going to be Game of Thrones? And you're like, bro. It's definitely going to be Marvel because this Game of Thrones season is going to fucking suck. <laughs> you did, did call it. That shit, TMK man. did call and it. Now Second here we witness. With, <laughs> right? And now here we are with fucking Marvel. But you called Marvel, though. I mean, you know, I, we, I was right. still on the Marvel track. I mean, look, I disliked Marvel. I saw where that was going. And I was anti-Marvel for so long, again, because I like my superhero films or my, my... First of all, I like my comics to be dark anyway. And that's why I love Mortal Kombat. You, if you fight and you're super powered, people gonna die, man. People gonna die, man. Bad things are gonna happen. Like, remember when uh, Avengers, they was in uh, uh, Lagos and they was like running through the streets and it was right. like a big thing. Like, oh, right. they had all these innocent civilians killed. Like, that's good commentary. Those Shang, are good conversations. In Shang-Chi, meanwhile, we got motherfucking Wang. Fucking Wong, Wong, Wong wow. my bad. Wow. Uh, and I was trying to not, I'm like, I thought Wong was more racist. I'm Wong, like, it's sir. definitely not Wong. That's way more racist. But anyway, so Wong fucking chuckling into fuck up with the abomination. Like, I mean, fuck all them black people that died in Harlem, right? Yeah, that's true. I, I, oh, man. Are you fucking kidding? The but abomination? also, Wong should be in charge. Why the fuck is Doctor Strange in charge? If Wong can train the abomination to become a hero, or at least become an anti-hero, then why the fuck is Doctor Strange even out there? He mm. is useless. Like, I understand why Chidi was like, no, I'm gonna step off because this is bullshit. Like, Marvel has me rooting for the fucking villains. Like, yes, come back, wreck they shit. Okay, so wait, wait, let me ask y'all this question. What's worse now? The Marvel movies or these fucking shows? TV shows. I think the shows. I gotta uh, say you them. guys haven't finished a single show, and I have. I no. finished WandaVision, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, never a fucking again. I liked WandaVision more than I liked I any of like the movies. I did not like any of that shit. I know you didn't like any of it, but that's not what I'm, what I'm saying is, you just asked a question. What's better, the television shows or the movies? The last three movies, A, Eternals, we haven't even seen it. I don't even know if I'll ever watch it. Uh, Shang-Chi was really bad, and... 
uh, Widow Black was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> like, I finished, I watched the entire season of uh, Scarlet Witch or uh, WandaVision. I watched a the entire season of Loki. Like, did I complain? Did I hate it? Yes. But they did more than the movies, man. I feel like the movies yeah, are I worse. Mean, and they're worse than fucking Netflix now, man, which is fascinating to me. But what is worse to you, The Last Wonder Woman or Widow Black? The Last Wonder Woman. Yeah, I think Wonder Woman still... may be one of the worst. I mean, it just goes back to this idea because they did all little white feminism and they, they, even, they, they even bumbled that because it's like, who... What kind of person in general would be hung up over someone for 80 years? I'll never love again. Oh my God. This but is disrespectful. Also, man. That fucking crush. Wait, but not just that, the bodily autonomy issues. First of all, he hijacked somebody's body or like it's implied that he is in another body. But because DC, I guess, recognized it was fucked up. They're like, well, we'll only show Chris Pine's face. No, nigga, there's yeah. another person back there she that they're like moment. having sex with. I'll never love again. That he's, no, that's not your body, homie. You don't get to do that. Yeah, I mean, we straight up at Revenge of the Nerds shit now but that's what i'm saying right we talked about remember we were mentioning like uh we were watching boondocks we need to have a conversation about uh boondocks in, in another time but what i'm saying is what, what i think was interesting is that was in 2006 right and we keep talking about how we're progressing as a society we're progressing in terms of our uh you know the conversation around race and anti-blackness but really we're slipping we're falling back we're Absolutely. doing oh it's much so worse much worse than what we were doing in 2006 there's a slight chance this Spider-Man will not suck. Mm. But, I mean, it's got Benefuck Humbersnatch in it. Fucking eat a dick Humbersnatch, oh, That's man. what I wanted to discuss because, remember, that was the first conversation we really had where we were like, fuck Marvel. Because, A, they made Tilda weird-ass, I'm a 95-year-old baby, mm. fucking Benjamin Button face-ass uh, Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. I mean, first of all, that's strike number one. And then, I don't know if y'all remember this, uh, was it, um, God, what was the comedian she went back and forth with? There was like a comedian, an Asian comedian that she was talking to like, oh, well, I thought this was traditionally a male role. But it's like, yeah, but this is a brown man. This is a Asian man. This is a Chinese man. One of role. the most powerful Why humans. It, I mean, look, if it was a Chinese woman, if it was an Asian woman, I would have a much different no feeling of no problem about that. Then we know, and this has been, I feel canon personally, Doctor Strange has always been ambiguously ambis- epic. Whether, look, is he from? That motherfucker got a hell of a tan. Let me got, say that shit. And, but Benedict Cumbersnatch is one of the whitest people in the world. I mean, I mean his he name... comes from a family that enslaved Africans. Hey, it was way more fucked up for me when he played Khan Noonien Singh. But but please go off. Is he? When was he a good actor? Like ever? Like maybe they say like maybe that uh, Sherlock Holmes shit. Was he good at that shit? I no. mean, like in theory, but Sherlock Holmes, the way it was written in that TV series, is such a fucking asshole that I, I don't know. As a fucking black Asian woman, <laughs> I was like, I can't stomach this because why do I need to watch a fucking dude be an asshole? I can just go to work. Yeah, I mean, in in the stories, the Arthur Conan Doyle shit, he is kind of an asshole. And, and okay, like, but Elementary was like he's an asshole. However, shit needs to change. He needs to be held accountable for his fucking actions. Was he a drug addict? I mean, in in, in the book, in Elementary, yeah. Okay, good. They deal with that straight up, up front. And of course, everybody complained because it was like, how dare you cast an Asian woman as an iconic character? Wait, Elementary, that was the one where, what's her name? Uh, who was it? Lucy Lou. No, she killed that shit. Yeah, babe. Eat a dick, Humper Snatches in that one? 
No. Uh, uh, there were two... <laughs> blue elementary version of Sherlock. That one I did like. I guess with House, but House, they're not acknowledging outright that that's who it's based on. Where House is definitely a drug addict. But like, yeah. What, what I, I think, again, the conversation is I want to bring it back to Dune, right? Because... There's a lot of good geopolitical conversations that are to be had or surrounding Dune. And one of the biggest things that I hear from, like, the neoliberal community, even on the leftist community, is that, you know, in the, in the Paul Mwadib white savior complex, again, I'm not, I'm not here to, to deny it or whatever, however you feel. But if we're going to discuss a movie like Dune that has real political implications that can further our own praxis and theories— we have to have the same conversation about Doctor Strange. We have to have the same conversation about Guardians of the Ga Galaxy, where we center a white man, the most least interesting person. We center him in both movies. We have to talk about how Marvel has been horrible with their uh, Asian representation. You know what I'm saying? We have to talk about all the ways that Marvel and Warner Brothers are destroying this shit. And it, if you have keep it the same energy yeah, for this Marvel shit. No, and, and that's 100, right? I think one of the things that's really interesting is Disney is one of those companies that tries to perpetuate this uh, this aura of wokeness, though they are one of the <laughs> most racist. I mean, they're founders of uh, come dead on. ass racist. Founding of Disney. I mean, black people aren't even allowed to fucking go to Disneyland, man. But, like, nah, they're just following with that, right? When you're looking at someone like Peter Quill, who even in the show, motherfuckers are having interventions. Like, when, when Drax is like, she's not for you. You need to find someone lame. Like, yo, bitch. Okay, but again, right? Like, Marvel decides to focus on, hey, the who's the titular character? It's Chris Pratt. But why, though? But why, though? Gamora? And Nebula's relationship could have driven a whole ass movie by itself Rocket and would have been Raccoon, just man, fucking the way better. Of how Same. Rocket Raccoon came to be that guy. I mean, all of that shit is super. I feel you, man. There was a study that happened right when the pandemic first started. And it was a conversation on what was the most uh, essential job and what was the least essential job. And the least essential job, number one, was artist. Mm. Actually, Number two was telemarketer. People felt like telemarketers were more important than well, artists. Well, they're still selling something. Exactly. And that's just to let you know where, where capitalism has fried your brain. Because that's what you did during the pandemic, right? And we continue to do in the pandemic. Artists right. kept y'all ass alive. Honestly, but also, like, art is enriching. Our lives deserve to be enriching and fulfilling in a way that is not tied to capitalism at all. Like, what place... I would just also say, like, art divorced of capitalism, what does what could that look like? Well, I think we are community artists, so we've seen what it can look like. We've seen what you can do with a community and build a community via art. You can see what happens. Like, to me, art's not even art unless you challenge the status quo. If you're not doing that, then you're just an arm of propaganda. But if you're utilizing your art to um, allow yourself to be co-opted by the Democratic Party or by the status quo of any kind, it's just harmful to the the community at large and it only benefits you and your team and i think we had to start going back if you're an artist if you're a creative or you're a part of an artist community go back to like supporting individual artists who are challenging the status quo because it's so easy just to sell yourself out i've seen it with some of my favorite poets in the world they just go ahead and write whatever neoliberal bullshit they have to do get to, bag. to get uh, on. You know, I, you know I, it's in my uh, workshops where I talk about that real shit. But, you know, I got to get that bag, player. It definitely gets them commercial money. Mm. Um, any more conversation about this? I feel like, you know what's going to be good? 
I think we should just make this our first special effects episode, Wait. and we'll just you know do it because. Is there anything y'all wanted to add? Is there anything y'all wanted? Oh my to gosh, there's so more, thoughts? but we could there, easily talk for another hour. Is there light at the end of the tunnel? I mean, what's with the yes, next film? What? Okay, look in the like, Marvel lineup. What is the next Marvel uh, why, film that you have? Though, an why in? do we have to stick with Marvel if we're talking about like being anti-capitalist and not supporting uh, soul-crushing corporations uh, that destroy unions? Why do we have to stick with Marvel? Like, we can support other media and course, other creatives. Of course, <laughs> with that, I was just trying to on the theme. Like, do we even see light at the end of the? tunnel as far as any of these new marvel projects that are coming like within the next five years how about this is a question over under we will ever get a great marvel film ever again while it is owned by disney Mm-mm. no we're What's it's the gonna percentage? be close. i mean 20 uh, percent chance because right Ooh. now they're in mediocre land and they're coasting and honestly people are so invested now what's gonna happen though because this is what happens with the comics because Marvel is saying, like, you should commit to all the TV shows and all the movies in order to understand what's happening. And and some people are going to ride that train for a really long time. But other people are going to be like, nah, I, you know what? Phase three was like my comic run, so to speak. And the, I'm good. I don't need to catch anything else. Give me the Cliff's Notes version. I feel like there's a slight chance that Blade could be really good. Because Marshall Ali oh, God, is, I do like him. is a really good actor, even though you I know, think this he'll be good. I don't been. think the movie will be good. That's fair. Because that's how I felt about Shang-Chi, where I was like, I really had a lot Uncle of hope sucks, for it. But you actors are pretty good. However, the movie you've been put in is shitty. Um, exit. Sorry, I was about to say exit the matrix. Formerly exit the matrix. <laughs> FKA. FKA. Exit the matrix. Um, we are Public Pulse News on Instagram. Public Pulse News on TikTok. Um, also we have a Patreon. Patreon slash Public Pulse. Yeah, and I just thank say, you to all of our patrons. That ass. Thank but, you so fucking. It's a lot of cats is in our DMs these days asking about questions, and we not we got no no issues with that. But please understand, if you have topics, send them. But also, also, consider these special requests. If you if you got enough comfort with us to hit us in the DMs and ask, maybe you should make slight donations to the Patreon. We got $5 a month, you know. Look, man, if you don't got $5 in, um, a month, like, you look, you in, you really in some trouble, and, like, we sending love and appreciation to you. Right. Um, but if you do got $5, and let's be honest, you probably have more than $5 per month, you know. I mean, look, again, shout out to Mutual Aid. Right. Shout out to other people yeah. out there that are doing their things. If, Always if down you, for sharing, relike, and that's a and that's a fact, and that's a fact. But make sure you out there supporting some people monetarily, especially those who are about this movement. Um, you know, again, it doesn't have to be us, uh, but um, support put support folks. Um, I'm a mean TMK, motherfucking little tanky that could, motherfucking muscle. And uh, this has been uh, Public Pulse News. It's been special effects. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we are out. Every action's a knack. Eat a dick humper snatches in that one? No.